Hello, this is uh, Tony Canyon's Profiles in Risk. Uh, and today, well, thank you for tuning in. And today we have uh, our, our, our guest, Ben Baker of Your Brand Marketing. And Ben and I have been connected on LinkedIn for a long time. We finally got to chatting a couple weeks ago. And yeah. uh, he mentioned this class that, that he designed. And uh, that's what today's podcast is about. But, but uh, first, Ben, uh, who who are you? What do you, what do you do? What 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 is what is your brand marketing? Your brand marketing. Thanks. First of all, Tony, thank you very much for having me on the show. I really appreciate it. You know, your brand marketing is an internal communication consulting firm. What we do is help you communicate more effectively internally. It's helping you engage, retain, and grow employees. Helping you build better leaders. Helping build you know more powerful brands for for the leaders of your organization. Because we find that if people understand what your value is, what you do, who you do it for, why you do it, how they belong, and what they do has meaning, they become better advocates for your brand. They become better champions of your brand, and they take care of your customers better. So what we do is we help you communicate the value of your brand inside, build the brand story, so that for those people have a greater sense of purpose and be able to be better champions for your brand to your customers. Okay, so so you're not a, a, a traditional marketing uh, not at consultant. All. Not at all. The, the company has morphed. I mean, when I started off in marketing 25 years ago, we killed a lot of trees. We started off in direct mail. Yeah, you know? <laughs> we, we, we are. We started off as a direct mail firm. We killed an enormous amount of trees. You know, we, any any piece so, of mail that went out and it ended up in your mailbox, we probably had a piece of. So, we would do. So this is your penitence. This this, this, this is that, that's right. This this is part of the twelve steps. This is part <laughs> of the twelve steps. <laughs> and what it allows us to do is the company has morphed as our customers have need, had changes and needs. You know, have changed we've really morphed because what we understood was before you can market anything, before you can communicate anything, you have to understand the brand. You have to understand the essence of what you do, why you do it, why people should care about you. And I've realized that going from direct mail to branding to internal branding and internal communication of the brand, now what we're doing is we're making sure that people inside your company understand your value as much as your customers do. Because surprisingly enough, a lot of your employees don't. A lot of your employees can't tell your brand story. They can't tell where your genesis, where you came from, who you're valuable to and why. You know, so that's what we work on. I, I've seen that problem even in, in large organizations. Uh, I, I worked for, for a very large carrier. Uh, and it uh, it blew me away that the entry level people on the phones who who provided the the, the first right the first touch to to, to the client uh, couldn't uh, explain to the client why we were more expensive than progressive right so so what chance the, 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 does the agent in the call center have of of uh, convincing you that this is a better product? If they can't explain how it's different and how why how the company is different from from the discount carriers, uh, so this happens even at the larger companies. And, Absolutely. And, uh, in, in 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 a large company uh, now, a lot of them have kind of internal communications people, uh, but at at small companies like, like a lot of the agencies that that listen to our podcast, uh, it, right? It, it's 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 it would be too expensive to do it internally. 
So yeah, is is that kind of a lot of the work of the work that, that you're doing is helping small and medium and medium companies figure out how to communicate their brand internally? Yeah, we work with you know a lot of mid-sized companies to large companies. You know, when, when you're dealing, it all depends on where you where you draw the line of small business. I mean, mm. small business in North America, I think is up to two or 300 employees. So it all depends what you're thinking of small business, whether it's five people or two or 300. Where we work with our best consulting and our, our, our hands-on workshops, the ones that we do in-house, tend to be working with leadership teams and working with teams to be able to sit there and say, what do we do and how do we differentiate ourselves and what makes us valuable to our customers? And we work with companies that, you know, start around a hundred, 150 employees and work our way up to a couple thousand. We, and we do have enterprise clients we work with as well. Uh, but the sweet spot is probably about 200 to 2000 employees where we work with them to be able to sit there and say, okay, how do we differentiate yourself? Okay. And uh, so, so this course that, that I ended up taking, um, so you mentioned it to me when, when, when we chatted a few weeks ago, just before it was finished, and it's called How to Retain Employees Through Leadership. So this, I, I, I kind of begged for an opportunity to check it out as soon as it was ready uh, be, because it, it spoke to a lot of my interests, right, to, to the leadership side and to the employee retention side that, that I've spent a lot of time uh, thinking about and, 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 and talking about. And uh, so so – you, you were already doing this as an in-person uh, seminar for, for your clients? Exactly. What this, what this came from is last few years, we've had this course as a live two-day and intensive course where what we do is we come in, you know, either as a, a two-day workshop or as a retreat for a weekend and we'll bring the leadership together, team together, or sometimes we work with the upcoming leaders you know, sometimes they'll bring, okay, we have these 25 or 30 upcoming leaders that we want to bring into, into the fold and we'll work with them. But a lot of times we work with the senior teams and it's all about understanding the soft skills. I mean, this is not about management MBA style, uh, you know, and all the, the, the technical stuff that goes on and, and, and the, you know, and the, uh, the systems and process stuff. This is about people. This is all about, you know, who are you, what are you passionate about and why are you passionate about it? How do you best communicate? You know, how do the people within your teams communicate differently both to each other or to you? And how do you communicate your needs, wants, and desires and, and be able to help them understand their wants, needs, and desires on their own? So it's getting people to understand that we're dealing, in the end, we're dealing with human beings. And even if you've got 50 people in a department, you have 50 different people and each one, you know, here's what you say differently. Each one's going to respond to what you say differently. And each one is going to understand what you say differently. So the more we can look at people as individuals and say, okay, how do I, you know, motivate Tony instead of how do I motivate my team of 50? The, you know, you're going to be better off and you're going to be more effective because here's a stat that we like to tell everybody Every employee that you lose costs you at least $100,000 to replace. It's $100,000 after tax dollars to replace somebody if they walk out the door. So you're far better off you know, being able to engage, retain, and grow your employees 
than have this revolving door of people that are constantly going through and having to onboard and train them over and over and over again. Absolutely, and and the revolving door is is awful for your for your culture. It's hard to to even have a. Uh, it, it's hard to have a positive culture when you have a lot of of turnover. True. Uh, whether whether it's volunteer or whether you're walking them out, out the door, uh, I agree with that c completely. And 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 go, going through 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 the course, um, I there there were several things I I, I really liked about it. I, I I really liked kind of the the modular approach of of. Uh, short videos right lots of, of short videos with with, with specific topics uh, the, the production quality is uh is is very very good very Thank very you. very very good uh i i would have had no idea that 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 you're a small firm uh by, by watching it I, I would have assumed that that you had a bigger staff uh so 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 very 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 well done uh, I also like like the the promise that that uh, submitted questions get answered with with uh, with further with extra videos. So so that's that's a, a great value add, uh, right? Similar to 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 the value that they get from 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 bringing from bringing you in. Uh, so I've got some notes here on on the on the on the, th the topics that I particularly liked. Yeah. The man the the manager versus leader. That difference between what's a manager and what's a leader, I what I what I've seen in the business world, it, it it's there's lots of managers, there's few leaders. True. And, and your the, the video on that topic really got me thinking on, on the things that we need to do in order to to get our people to 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 become leaders. Right. Well, let me go through all that, and then I'll get back to that. Is the the course itself? is 23 videos. It's 23 videos, they're between five and seven minutes long, so they're easily digestible and they're mobile friendly. So you can watch them on your, you know, you can watch them on your phone, you know, you're, you're, you're heading to the office, whatever, you have that ability to do that. Mm -hmm. And what I also did is I made sure they had subtitles as well, because I have a couple friends of mine that are deaf and it, it really made it easier for them you know, if you've got, you know, st you know, staff like that, that you have that ability to, uh, to be able to, uh, you know, present it to them as well. I, I was, you know, unfortunately I wasn't able to do Amuslam versus Canadian sign language versus whatever, but I figured if I could at least do it with, with, with proper subtitles going on and subscript going on, it would make things easier. Uh, it's, it was important to me to have that ask a question and get answered. What I do is when we teach this course live, we don't just teach a two-day workshop and then walk away. We teach a two-day workshop and then we have between four and six ongoing sessions over the next four to six months with the team where we'll meet on Zoom and they can sit there and say, okay, we practiced this. We didn't get, we don't get this. What do you mean by this? We tried to do this and this didn't happen or we've run into the situation, what would you do, et cetera. And for me, that's the most important because it's the ongoing learning that makes things easier. Mm -hmm. And I find that, you know, as much as I understand the material that I did and as, as I tried to make it as simple for people, for any level to be able to read it and listen to it and understand it, you know, you're going to have questions. You know, just because I say something doesn't mean you understood it. And that's the big part of leadership. And what I wanted is for people to sit there and say, wait a second, I don't get this. 
I don't understand. You know, what do you mean by that? So I want people to be able to, you know, email me, give me a question, and then I can sit there saying, well, if you didn't get it, probably a lot of other people didn't get it as well. Let me create a two to five minute video. I'll post it up in, in the question and answer section. I'll email it to you as well so you have a private copy of it. But, you know, I'll post it up there so, you know, as people are moving through, they can say, oh, somebody else had the same question. Great. Now I can just watch that video and, and see, you know, see where it is. Makes sense. Makes sense. And, and I, I definitely felt go, going through it. I, I, I definitely felt uh, good about knowing that, that, that I could ask questions. I, I, I didn't, uh, but, but, but that was, that was very, very good. Uh, we, we probably should have talked about this at the beginning, but, but, but uh, what, what, what got you thinking about, about, about making it into a, a uh, web and uh, mobile accessible version of uh, after you've been doing it in person? Because different people learn differently. And we were starting to get larger and larger teams asking me, can you come and do this? And I tried running the same workshop that I run for 20 people for 100 or 200 people, and it doesn't work. It just doesn't work. The dynamic doesn't work. It's not as engaging. It's not as easy to do. But you also sit there and say, okay, then there's budgetary reasons as well. You know, this way I've created this course in such, at such a level that most organizations, whether they have 50, 100, 200, 500 employees, can take the course and it's going to be at a cost-effective level for people. And, you know, if organizations have 50, 100, 200, 500, 1,000 employees that they want to do it, contact me and what we do is we have site license pricing based on volume. You know, so what we'll do is we'll discount it based on, on the number of people and we can create custom programs where we can do, you know, if you want your people to have a, a monthly Zoom chat, we can, we can build that into it as well. You know, I built this for organizations, especially for organizations that have offices around the country. You know, so that way, as you onboard somebody new, as you promote somebody, you can just let them take the course and they don't have to worry about when's the next time, time Ben's going to be able to come to Louisiana or Atlanta or LA or whatever, you can take the courses you want. And if I have questions, fine, I can, you know, I can ask the questions online and be able to get some type of response on it. So I wanted the flexibility for people. That was the key thing is for people to be able to learn at their own pace, you know, you know, at 11 o'clock at night in, in, in bed, if they wanted to, you know, and, and give people the option to do it the way that it was best for them. Awesome. And, and uh, with you being in the, in the great white north and, and snowed in for half of the year. Uh, it, it, hey, it I get the sense. same weather as Seattle. <laughs> if it's raining in Seattle, it's raining in Vancouver. I don't get the, I don't get the snow that the rest of the country gets. Oh. <laughs> uh. Just, just, just had, had to, to give you a little bit of. I know. Of, uh, you, you, had to, you had to give me a push on it. It's 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 a necessary part of of, of every interview. I'm I'm sure. Uh, I I I thought that that at, at the at the retail price point, like uh, the, the price point is it, it's set for just individual purchasers. I, I I think if you've recently been promoted to to your first leadership role, this is a great investment. Uh, you won't regret it. it. It'll give you a lot to, to think through. It'll give you a, a lot to, to kind of get you started on, on the path to, to being a good leader. Uh, so, so 
I, I think that, that it definitely works. And, and knowing that I, I didn't know that, that you could, that you could actually offer uh, kind of a cor- an enterprise license for, for the whole organization. Absolutely. But I, I hear you. This it's, it's, it's price to move. Yeah. Uh, so, so, and not only that yeah. is if you're, you know, if you're buying this for yourself, if you're buying a course for yourself, um, or for your small organization, if it's better for you to be able to do it over two months or over four months, I've put that option in there as well. So people can, you know, if, if it's better for a budget reasons, you know, for smaller corporations, you got five people you want to do it, you want to take a look and say, you know what, it'd be better if we took our five people, but we paid for it over a four month period. That's fine. It's, you know, we, we put that option in there as well. So it, you know, we've put it in such a way that even smaller companies with, you know, 10 employees or less, can be, you know, can be effective. It, it took me, uh, I think maybe three weeks to get through it. Uh, so it would have been hard to, to, to take two whole days to, to, to do it. So I, I really appreciate the, the fact that, that it's, that's this format and it, it comes with, with a, with a, with a workbook. Is that, yes. is that, okay. So, so tell us about, about the purpose of the workbook and, and kind of how, how it works. Yeah. The purpose of the workbook, I, I first started working with workbooks with clients years ago. And I find that if you put actual physical questions out there in front of people and you give them a pen and paper or a keyboard or whatever, and if you actually have to answer questions yourself, you internalize it better. You know, you actually internalize it. You know, listening to the videos is one thing. You, you know, you can. People have just listened to the 23 videos and gone off and done things on their own. And that's, and that's fine. And that's the way that you learn. But for me, I listen to videos and then I want to be able to sit there and say, okay, how do I wrestle with this? And so what I've done is it's, as you said, it's 10 different modules, you know, and there's a series two, at least two videos per module. And what I've done is I've created a, a series of questions that, that dovetail into each module. So it's a 50 page workbook. And what it does is it gives you space to be able to, uh, to answer specific questions and, and to think about things like, as I said, the, the number one thing I ask people, doesn't matter whether it's the first time meeting them on the street or when I'm doing workshops or consulting or even some of my keynote addresses, is that I say, what are you passionate about? And why are you passionate about it? You know, because people are passionate about different things. I'm passionate about golf. I love golf. You know, I absolutely love golf. And for me, it's the history, it's the tradition, it's the fact that no game is ever the same. It's, it's, a, you know, it's a humbling experience every single time you play it. And you can always get better. And you can always learn something. And you can always try something different. And for me, it is a metaphor for life. And that's why, you know, golf is so important to me. But everybody has something different that they're passionate about. And the more we can understand what we're passionate about, and the more we can understand about the things that the people that we lead are passionate about, it's easier for us to motivate them. It's easier for us to have conversations with them. It's easier for us to engage them. So those are the type of questions that I ask within the workbook to be able to get people to understand not only themselves, but the people they lead as well. Wow. Uh, I, I, I have to say uh, your passion for the topic comes across in the videos and, and that makes them easy to watch. The, the, they're, they're, not, uh, they're not dry at all. They're, they're, uh, 
you clearly care about about every one of the of the topics, and and, and that's what what uh, kept me interested in in, in 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 the whole course. So so I, I think that that you're definitely doing what you preach, and I love uh, the videos where where, where you're where, where you're asking the the uh, the student or the, the the attendee or the what I don't know what to call them when you're when you're asking me. Uh, what are you passionate about and what what are your people passionate about and I, I think that 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 loving what you do is and 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 the why of what, what you do is something that in business we don't talk about enough so I love exactly. that you're not afraid of of of, of that piece you 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 lean into the you you started this business because you care about something what is that something right and, exactly. and do you understand what your what your people care about? If, if if you don't understand what they care about, you won't be able to get them to care about about what they do to start the business. Exactly. Um, and there are no right or wrong answers. The beautiful thing about my course is there is no pass fail. There is no right or wrong answer. You know, <laughs> there's no buzzer that's going to hit there and go, eh, "Sorry, you got the wrong answer," because the answer is right for you, and the answer is right for the people that you that you lead. And every single person that you lead, you're going you're gonna to ask that question again. And you're going to sit there and say, okay, what is this person about? You know, when you say this is about the passion of, of, that comes across in the videos, I did each one of those videos as one shot. I did each one of those videos stand up and just it says, okay, here's the subject. Here's the question I'm asking. Let's go. Okay. I, I have to say that is impressive. I, I my my daily ten minute, uh, hay insurance uh, video series, generally I edit it myself, and generally it takes me ten minutes to shoot it, twenty to edit it, because I have to cut out thirty or forty ah or ah or ah or, or uh, so that is impressive doing them in 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 one in one shot. Yeah, but I, I mean I had a great editing crew. There's no question. I had a great editing crew, and, and you know, shout shout out to the guys that, that that edited my videos and put it together for me. But they were going at the end. They're going, "That's it. We're done." I went, "Yeah, we're done." We were expecting another four hours of shooting. I said, "No, we're done." So we had, we had a, we had a lot of fun. We we did it all in one shot in one day in one location and had a really had a really good time doing it. I. I, I really uh, so some of the ideas that really spoke to me. Um, this this idea of and, and I'm, I'm I I took down a direct quote because I thought it was it was a very powerful quote. Your brand is only as valuable as your worst employee on your worst day. I I think that that is the gist of of, of why this course is so valuable. I'm I'm curious if, if there's any stories that you could share. You know, anonymize the company, but is there any stories that of of what you've seen out out there where a company's internal brand was severely damaged by? I, by I tend to say it's 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 your unhappiest employee on their worst day. You know, mm -hmm. it, it, but you know, it, the worst works as well because you're right. It's it's that one person, and we. Unfortunately, a lot of companies have this in their office. There's somebody that either is disengaged, they're unhappy, they're in the wrong position, they're you know not given them the authority that you know to be able to do the stuff that they want to. There's a variety of things that make them unhappy of where they are, 
And that person, for lack of a better word, becomes cancerous within the organization because they're unhappy. They make a lot of the people unhappy around them. And we had, you know, when I worked for another firm before I opened up my own company, we had a woman that was like that and she was the designer, you know, she was the, the graphic designer of the company. And it was her way or the highway. You know, and it was almost like, you know, if you've ever seen the Seinfeld episode of the soup Nazi, yeah, you know, yeah, she was a soup Nazi. She was absolutely the soup Nazi. No soup you, 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 no soup for you. No yeah, job no, for you. You, no you either, for you. you either came into her office the, and, and knocked on the door the way she wanted. You gave her the paperwork the way she wanted it. And you got it back when she was ready for it. And if you had any questions, you were wrong. You know, and it got to a point where, you know, and I had a sales team that worked for me and everybody was complaining about her. I said, you know what? We don't have to use her just because she's in the office and the owner of the company loves her doesn't mean the rest of us have to use her. And I went out and I found outsourced graphic designers and we used people outside the company to do all our graphic design for us. And we loved them and they did great work and they were flexible and they were, you know, they did better work and faster. And the owner of the company got mad at me going, says, but you know, you know, you're not keeping her busy. I go, yeah, because she's miserable, you know, and because none of us had the ability to be able to help her be better. And in the, and the owner of the company's attitude was, well, it works for me. So I don't care it became cancerous within the organization. And our answer was, okay, fine. We'll just go somewhere else and get stuff done, done in our way. Now, it's not how I recommend stuff gets done. I don't recommend how that that's a good way to do it. You know, do either. Putting somebody in a box is never a good way to, you know, to handle any situation. But it was the only situation that we had based on the fact that the owner wasn't willing to do anything about it. And... You're, you're Go, go ahead. ahead. Go ahead. I, I was going you reminded me of two stories of, of my own life, but go ahead and finish your thought first. Sorry for okay. interrupting. But no, that's okay. But it's, it's, it's understanding that, you know, there has to be the understanding of the company that, you know what, people that are making everybody around them miserable, everybody who, around them, you either have to retrain these people, you have to understand why they're unhappy, you have to understand what's motivating them, you know, what, what are the challenges that they're having, is there ways you can make it better? Can you put them in a different position? Can you, you know, can you move them in the company? Can you, you know, give them different things that are going to make them happier? Or you have to find a way to manage them out. You know, and sometimes it's going to cost you some money and sometimes it's going to cost you other things. But you have to sit there and say, is it worth everybody else in my organization being unhappy and miserable and on walking on glass because of a single employee? You know, you do I, I, everything you can to help, to help this person, but if you can't help this person, you have to find a way to deal with it. I, I've seen it in, in my own professional life uh, twice that, that I can think of with your description, and the two companies handled it exactly opposite, and the effect was incredible. Uh, in my first job out of, out of college at, at a transportation company, I dispatched truck drivers, and basically I had to negotiate the freight from the customer service people. And then there was this guy uh, named Eli who had been with the company forever. He was like employee nine. So he had been there for 30 some years. And he owned a relationship with a very large 
shipper, a very large uh, client, uh, and all he cared about was keeping that one client happy. So mm -hmm. the, what would happen basically would, would be uh, the entire rest of, of, of the country had, had certain operating procedures. They did not apply in his area. In his area, right. basically, you, you wouldn't go through the system. You would call him and, and say, Eli, my truck number you know, 9433 is in the parking lot what load can, can, can we get? And he would give you whatever, whatever the next load was that, it was that he wanted, that he needed to get out regardless of, of where your guy had to get to. Right. So right. Every, every, everybody else would, would help us with, right. It, it's, it's Wednesday. We need to start get, getting the truck back towards home for, for, for weekend sure. at home, whatever. He just didn't care. Right. And there was no negotiating. There was, there was nothing. It was like, Go grab it. It's your problem after after that. Figure out what to do after that. And right. I, if, if all of a sudden you're on the other side of the country on, on Thursday afternoon, that's your own problem. That, exactly. Exactly. The, the driver is your problem. You you figure out how to. We call it split the load. How how, how to how to get another driver to 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 take part of you know right to to switch loads with them yeah, basically to get it. them home. That's your problem, not mine, right? And we we lost several fleet managers uh, over the like over fights with with Eli and and. He was just a sacred cow, right? I, I'm guessing because he'd been there forever, and I'm guessing because he had brought in this very big relationship, the ownership was was afraid of 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 putting him in his place or, or managing him out, even though he clearly ha had to be had, something had to be done about it. On the other hand, uh, I need to be careful with, with this story, but on, on the on the other hand, uh, uh, in the last couple of years, uh, I was very impressed uh, the, the the company that that that, I, that I'm with. Uh, a very high-producing salesperson got shown the door, uh, and it was a surprise for for me be, be, because I, I'm I you know I'm not in the office often, and I, and I, and I, this person had been recognized for high production uh, the, uh, the the previous the previous year, and when I kind of inquired, right, I was afraid for my own skin, right, <laughs> for my own hide. I kind of inquired what this person had done, and it turned out that this person ha had repeatedly mistreated so, some of, some of, of the uh, support staff. Right. Uh, and regardless of production, finally, regardless of, of the fact that, that, that this person produced a lot of sales, ultimately the decision was, this is poisoning the well for the rest of the company. We can't have it. And, and I, it makes me very proud. It honestly does. Absolutely. Absolutely. sales, it's so yeah. rare. No, because all of a sudden, people in the office know that they matter, and it's not just dollars and cents. It's the fact that people, you know, that we take care of our people, and you know, and that certain, you know, certain things just will not be tolerated. And I think that that's important that the rest of the staff knows that because they sit there going, okay, we're trying to be ethical. We're trying to be above board. We're trying to work all together. And this one person, you know, is not doing what they should be doing and they're causing havoc in one way, shape or form, but they get away with it because they're bringing money in the door. And it can't always be about the money because the question is, if you lose 10 employees because this one person is doing what they're doing, that's a million dollars that just walked out the door. You know, is this per if this person's bringing in ten million dollars, and you're losing one employee, you know, a lot of people might do it. But the thing is, is what if that employee that they lose sues you, 
for 40 million bucks. You know, and that's and reality. Measuring the indirect damage is oh, uh, hard or impossible. Impossible. Right? So, so if, if, if it's a cultural problem, if, it, if it's an attitude problem, I, I, I agree basically with the basic, there should be no sacred cows because that, that poisons the well for, for everybody. But a great leader understands the challenges within the team with it and works with mentors, coaches, that person to sit there and try to make that person better. You know, a manager hires and fires a leader works with this person and works with the team to find out where the challenges were and how to make things better. And that's, that's the difference. That's a huge difference between a manager and a leader. I agreed completely. I also, and kind of the, the last, the last thing that, no, actually there's, there's a couple of things that, 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 that I liked. Uh, the, 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 why the, 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 the Simon uh, Sinek idea of, of yeah. the, the why. So, 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 so tell me how you applied it in this course. To me, it's not, it's not so much what you do, it's why you do it. What are the, what are the underlying motivations? And, and I can't stress that enough. Because we're human beings, we're not automatons, we're not machines, why we do things is far more important than what we do. And it's what is motivating people. You know, what motivates them? What makes them tick? What, what inspires them? You know, what makes them want to work harder? What makes them want to stay? What, what makes them want to provide better customer experience? And the more we can understand the why and what really motivates people, we can inspire, we can coach, we can mentor, we can lead them, and we can turn them into better leaders. You know, if, you, if you're just focused on task, if all you're doing is focused on task, you're not understanding the people. You're managing a problem. You're managing, uh, you know, uh, you know, moving paper from one place to another. You're not dealing with the people, and you're not dealing with the emotions because you never know if somebody's got a sick kid with cancer at home, or a parent who's dying, or you know, the marriage is breaking up, or you know, all of a sudden there's a, there's a sibling that that you know that that just got hit by a car. Or whatever. There's there's a million things that happen outside of the office that come into the office, and instead of saying you've been late five days in a row, you know we're, you do it one more time and we're going to fire you. It's you've been late for five days in a row. Is everything okay? And that that checking in to sit there and say is everything okay gives people the understanding that a you care. And B, that they matter. And if people believe that you that they matter, they're going to work so much harder for you. And they're going to be so much better employees. A hundred percent. You've got a section uh, about failure. Yes. And this speaks very closely to my heart. I think that, it, that it's something that... that in insurance, we, we have a hard time giving our people permission to fail. And thus they have a hard time taking risks, right? Which is funny because risk is, is what we do, but we end up being super, super conservative. Uh, so I think that, that, that 
as much as we can get the word out and the, the and, and help people understand that failing is acceptable and it's a way to grow. So I love that you that you had that you have a section uh, on on failure and learning from it. Uh, I'm 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 curious and I, I think even like, like that is such an important lesson that 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 I I want to recommend the course thinking about, about, about that particular one. I'm wondering uh, in, in, in your own working life or, or now that you're running your, your own company, was there a failure somewhere that, that, that really kind of put you on the, on the path you, you are now? Well, there's always failure. There's always things that you do wrong. I mean, the number one thing that I remember that was, a, was probably the biggest failure that I did was long before I started my own company, I was working uh, for another company. I was doing actually doing printing. And it was right when printing went from film and plates to, you know, automatic to right to press. You know, so it was, and we got uh, a job that came in and there was, there was a, a spelling mistake. And I said, yeah, no problem. We'll fix the spelling mistake. We'll have you sign off on it and we'll put it on the press. Well, in the old things, you would have cut out the film. You would have put the new piece of film in there. You would have built it out. You're fine. But this time you put a brand new digital thing. But because the word was longer, it reflowed the entire document. Okay. Did I check to see that it reflowed the entire document? Absolutely not. Did I think it would have done it? No. I showed the customer the one little piece. I had them sign off on it. We printed 100,000 of these things. And, you know, being young and naive, I said, well, you signed off on it. They paid the bill. They paid to have it reprinted. The customer never returned my phone call ever again. They were a huge client. They were so, an enormous client. So, so mistake one cost $2,000 in, in, in wasted printing. Mistake yeah. two cost us $250,000 in in, in, in future client orders. Yeah. And, and, and you could probably add a zero to each one of those numbers. Yeah. Oh, you know, oh that, that, that's how you did know, the company react? You know what? The company that I worked for, it's, it's funny, you know, because they took it as, you know, at least I, you know, I saved the order and I, and it didn't cost them any money. Um, and that's really what they focused on instead of uh -huh. saying, Ben, all right, yeah, you saw, you, you saved the job, but you really lost the client. Yeah, you, you won the battle and you lost, lost the war. Oh, I, I, I lost the war big time. And, and I think we all need to look at those situations and sit there and say, even if we win the battle, did we lose the war? And I think that we all need to be able to evaluate and sit there and say, what went right? What went wrong? What could we have done better? Who could we have brought on this process sooner to make sure that things went right? You know, what, what assumptions that we made that were wrong assumptions? And I think, you know, making mistakes hurts. It's expensive. It costs money. It's frustrating. What's even worse is not learning from it and doing it all over again. You know, if you could, you know, my attitude is if it's cost you 20,000, 50,000, 100,000, a million dollars. Okay. You've, the money's been spent anyway. Let's learn cost. from it. Let's let's it's sunk cost. The money's gone. Mm. You know, if you don't 
take the time to evaluate, to sit there and say, okay, guys, what did we do right and what did we do wrong? Because you did some things right. You always did some things right. And it could be, you know what? We forgot to carry the two. You know, there's one little thing that you forgot to do that took it from being a win to a loss. And until you can actually dissect it as a team and sit there and say, okay, what was going right? It was going right. It was going right. It went wrong. Oh, okay. That's what we did. How do we build processes and systems in place? And how do we articulate that through the system? So everybody, everybody knows that what went wrong. Everybody knows the story went wrong and everybody's keeping it in the back of their mind. Okay. We need to keep, remember this. So we don't let this happen ever again. And that's where the wins come. There's so much more <laughs> in this, uh, in, in, in the course. It really does touch on pretty much everything that, that it at least gets you thinking uh, about everything that, that you really need, need to, to start thinking about as you become a leader. I, I think that, that among our audience, uh, agencies especially are are very given to to the, right they 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 got into insurance because it paid well and they were good at selling and next thing you know it's been 20 years you now have 40 people under you and you've never really thought about the your why you've never really thought about the way you manage your people and and leadership and now maybe you're thinking perpetuation plan and is there really a culture uh, I, I think that 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 it, it is definitely a, a great uh, a great course you, you've, you've put together. Um, and it comes with, with, with some freebies. Uh, yeah. Tell us a little, a little bit about the freebies that you kind of throw in at the, at the end for, for taking the course. Well, there's a couple of freebies that I throw in for free. One, you get a PDF copy of my book, Powerful Personal Brands. You know, uh, what I do is, you know, what I'll do is I'll give you a link to uh, a, a PDF copy of my book. And I'm a big believer of until you understand yourself and you understand codify and communicate your value, you can't lead. So until you understand yourself, it's very difficult to lead others. So the, the powerful personal brand is a good thing to do that. The other thing I give you is the next logical step from there is we've got masterminds. And the masterminds are designed, they're small groups, six to 10 people, and they're designed for leaders to be able to work with, you know, with other leaders to sit there and say, this is what's going right. These are what our challenges are. These are the things that I'm having issues with. These are the things I don't understand. And work with six or 10 different leaders across North America or within your own organization, if you're comfortable with that, to be able to you know, solve issue, you know, your issues. And what my attitude is, is that if you buy six months worth of the, uh, of the um, mastermind at a time, we'll give you a $300 credit towards the mastermind. If you buy a year's worth of subscription to the, to the mastermind, we'll refund, uh, we'll give you credit, uh, a $600 credit towards, towards the mastermind. So the course becomes free. The leadership, if you join the mastermind after you've taken the leadership course, the leadership course becomes free. Awesome. It, it really is a, a, a great value. Uh, it's been a pleasure ha having you on. Uh, we're running on 45, 50 minutes, so we should, pro should probably start saying goodbye. Uh, ben, so, so for the course, uh, I'll include the link on, on, on the show notes, uh, but, but it's uh, your, yourbrandstory.com, right? Is, no, is, it's is, courses. Is, 
dot your brand com. So it's courses with an S courses. dot your brand marketing dot com. If you go to your brand marketing dot com and you and you go into the work with us section, you'll find it there as well. So if you go your to my main website, which is your brand marketing dot com mm -hmm. and you go into the work with us section, you'll find stuff on consulting, my keynotes, my online courses, my workshops, everything's there. So it, it gives it to you all in one place. Perfect. And and uh, if uh, somebody wants to get a hold of you for any purpose other, other than the class, is, is all the contact info on the website or yeah. people can email me at ban at yourbrandmarketing.com or if they want to call me, cell phone is always on. It's 604 604-512-7174. Awesome. Well, th thank you. Thank you very much for, for, for your time and, and for, for letting me uh, check, out, check out the course uh, and give me the heads up that it, that it was coming. It definitely right up my alley. And I, I think that, that a lot of our audience will benefit from it. Uh, so so uh, thank you so much for coming on the podcast and, and uh, have, a, have a fantastic weekend. We're, we're, we're recording end of day on, on, on Friday. Uh, people don't, don't know that, but, but uh, thank you for, for – and, and by the way, thank you for, for scheduling. Uh, I, I messaged Ben today and I said, hey, how about we record Saturday or sometime next week? And he's like, I can do it today. I'm like, let's do it. That's so, what it is. It's thank, all, it's, thank you. It's all about taking care of people and helping them out when they help you out. So You thank, jumped right on. Yeah. Thank you for, for being so generous to talk, talk about this to your, to your audience. So My, my pleasure. Th th thank you. And thank you, everybody, for, for, for tuning in to Profiles and Risk. Uh, much, much com coming. Hit the subscribe button if you, if you haven't yet. Uh, share with, with other insurance professionals that might not know about it. Thank you.